episode eight. Did I count wrong? This is eight. Okay, slay. I mean, just kidding. Yay! I didn't say that. <laughs> Ignore that. About, uh, lucky number seven last time. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah. good call. Mm-hmm. Welcome everyone to episode eight. Hey yo. Because I learned how to count. Yeah. I think this. We have a lot of fun things to talk about today, which is why you may notice if you are a visual um, tuner inner that we do not have Diet Dr. Pepper today. We instead have wine, <laughs> two glasses of red wine, and also a bottle behind us to refill. We're so, here for a good time, not a long time. Cheers, Han. I already took a sip, which is cheers, bad luck, Kimberly. but... Should we just jump right in? Let's just get right to it. Oh, yeah. We've had quite a week we since had the last episode. We had such a week. There's a lot to talk about, a lot to cover, a lot of funny stories that have happened that we now need to share with the internet. And you guessed it. It's mainly about men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> the first topic is Hannah was recently on a virtual dating show yeah I was um it was on Instagram live one of the local like Washington DC Instagram accounts was hosting this like Washingtonian probs hey yeah they were hosting this like live Instagram live dating show and Hannah was selected as a contestant Mm -hmm. and it was a wild ride everyone I I had so much fun like it I it really was like I've never done anything like this before out of my like comfort zone or whatever. And I would I think have been I was, shaken in my boots. I was here with you guys when I saw the application like announcement or whatever. And I was just like, fuck it. Why not? Because, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck it. We ball. There's a lot of women in D.C. statistically yeah. compared to men. If you're just Why do I keep... male female population. I keep choosing places like this and it's really not working out for me. Yeah, you really Because UNC do. was the same way. The mm-hmm. ratio was so skewed. There were so many women. Bro, the ratio, bro. Yeah, there were so many women and which inherently ended up that a lot of the guys were dating so high up because yeah. there was just not enough women to go or there was not enough guys to go around. <laughs> So all these like fucking mediocre men would end up with like bombshells because there was no one for us to choose from because, you know, obviously. Well, and here we are again. So I was like, (laughs) there's a lot of, um, you know, people out there who might be tuning in and wanting to apply. So I was like, yeah, whatever. We'll see what happens. My name, I was picked. I don't know how they screened or what the process was, but I was selected. Probably because you're just beautiful and charismatic and funny. Thank you so much. And hot. Funny, hot and very cool. (laughs) (laughs) um but they they tried a different format because they've done it like once or twice before when it was like COVID dating and stuff and this time they didn't have like enough bachelors to do like one-to-one ratio type of dating basically yeah so they did it more bachelor style like the show where they had yeah when I joined the live one guy it wasn't what I was expecting I Mm -hmm. thought you were gonna get your choice of men I didn't realize that it was one bachelor and then yeah four women yeah so I mean but that's because of how the population is (laughs) this Mm -hmm. is a prime example if you want to watch the recording of the live um, it's posted on wa- at Washingtonian Probs on Instagram. You can't see the comments from the live, which were really funny. But um, yeah, you can we watch were the absolutely whole thing if you're interested. Tearing up the comment section. Yeah, I got some follows. I got some for compliments. Sure. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh the whole time. I mean, all of the comments for each of the contestants. So it was one bachelor, 
for like basically an hour on Instagram live. He had four dates. So four ladies, 10 minutes with each lady. Everyone got, there were four different games. So for each of the dates, they got one of the four games. So he played four different games. And then Hannah went last. um, Then you could ask like questions or just chat or whatever. So you basically had like four-ish minutes, five-ish minutes of a game and then five minutes to talk. Yeah. And then he would choose at the end. Um, one of the four ladies to go on an actual date with in person, and then it was sponsored by um, a local, um, like, ven- what, what, forget, Vector or something. Yeah. They own a lot of venues and, and do a lot of management with um, some of the cool bars and restaurants and clubs around D.C. Um, so, yeah, so I was the last of the four, so I got to sit and watch the whole live. Which was like... I can't explain the level of cringe that was, like, excreting from every pore on my body watching the first three. And I was getting nervous for you because I was like, this is cringy. Like, it- he's being cringy. It's being – it's awkward. The host is, like, there the whole time. So uh, The host did a fantastic job with the situation. I think she did with how awkward it was. It was. And it was, this is the first episode. They're doing it weekly every yeah. Wednesday. So yeah. I think that was also part of it, too. So no one really knew how it was going to look or how it was going to work. I think you had the benefit of going last because sure. we got to hear – some wild things that this bachelor said that were a little red flaggy. So he had some hot takes. He had um, some takes. The paying one. Yeah. He said straight up, he was like, I don't believe that men should pay for everything. Like it should. He said a relationship should be 100, what, 100, 100, 100. Right. And I was like, first of all, I don't know what that means. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, I, this is a rant I could get on about paying, but I firmly believe that for the first couple of dates, at least, a man should pay. And for starters, close the wage gap, and then this can be a real conversation. But second of all, I think that so many men don't really, like, wrap their heads around the level of or the lack of safety that we feel when going on first and second and third dates when we don't really know these people. For sure. And it always, like is just a little bit of a flag to me when you can't even show that appreciation by like covering my $15 old fashioned. I'm like, I came out to meet you, a stranger, most likely at night to consume a beverage that will impair my judgment. Like check, 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 unsafe, unsafe, unsafe. Every fiber of my being as a woman goes against that naturally. And here I am. Also just the societal like expectations these days of many men look at and we're strictly speaking on like the hetero relationships of yeah, cis men yeah. and cis women right now because that's what we know <laughs> but um the, like it just feels like so many men these days are expecting like a transaction like well I bought you dinner or I bought you a drink so I should right. get something in return yeah and it's like my brother in Christ $15 <laughs> does not mean you get like I'm not gonna suck your dick because first of all it's $15 that's way too cheap come on <laughs> yeah it's like you know it's just like and so if you're looking at dating as like a transactional transactional thing and like it's about money like I don't need to go to an expensive restaurant. You can take, I know that there's a trend right now of women being like, I don't ever want to go to a first date to Red Lobster or Olive Garden. Oh, I've never heard fucking, that. I would fuck up bottomless pasta. Fucking take me to Olive Garden. I want yeah. to go to Cheesecake. What's we, a little more pricey? We but love still. a suburban chain restaurant. Literally. Yeah. I mean, maybe not McDonald's, but like we mm. talk on here before, like, $20 or less will get us things that will make us happy. Yeah. You know, I am like, a cheap date. I'm easy to please. 
But I just prefer like to show that appreciation like on a first second and then also and I'm, I'm sitting gonna there get gussied up if we go to McDonald's or right. not and that's what I'm saying I'm like I also feel like you were say- talking about like societal expectations another one is like how I look right how we look as women sitting across from these people on these dates I have makeup on my hair is done like I'm supposed to look young and fresh and well rested and have on a good outfit and be tan and have my lo- my lips looking juicy and, look and my sexy teeth are but white. modest and like all right. yeah it's and so what's America Ferrera's speech in the Barbie movie oh my gosh it's just that. hit play it's I that. know it's amazing but sometimes when I'm sitting there and this guy's like do you want to split the check I'm like the foundation on my face is sixty five fucking dollars no yes and just also like, no sorry also you're able to walk and or metro and or whatever if I'm right. going out at eight o'clock at night and I'm going Uber. home yeah and I'm in a dress and maybe a heel or something I have to Uber. I'm probably gonna Uber yeah <laughs> yeah I just I don't think I I don't want to make a, like a gross assumption that like make not, a disgusting like assumption a, a little nasty ass assumption Ooh. oh it's so dirty <laughs> No, my assumptions are so dirty and nasty. I think it's so, and I think this is funny that like there are so many things we as women do to prepare ourselves for dates or like going over to a guy's house that they will just never fully understand or know. Yeah. Like I was doing the. I'm planning a week in advance my routine. Same. I have when to, I have like, to wash my hair, when I have to tan, when I have to 100%. shave. Do I have to get a wax? Do I have like. Yeah, totally. The outfits. Do I have to do laundry? I was doing the like self-tan contour hack Mm -hmm. the other night and I like went to sleep and I looked at myself and I was like this is so crazy looking if someone were to walk into my bedroom they would think I was doing some type of like ritual because my face is like chisel painted with this like dark brownish olive green self-tanner so that I will naturally look more snatched on my face for sure. Or then just whenever you really do like am. a face sheet mask and eye patches and mm-hmm. teeth, like the teeth whitening mm-hmm. thing where you have like the little device in your oh, mouth. Oh, you know that's my go-to. And you're like just sitting All there. All three at once. Yeah. And you you also probably marinating. have tan on your whole body too. Like yeah. you're just sitting in your bed marinating like a little olive. Yeah. And then just like, <laughs> I'm, and for what? And like for a guy to tell me I don't want to pay $25 for your pad tie. Yeah. Or like, oh. <laughs> I'll be like, I got started getting ready at five. I showed up to your door at seven thirty, and you like got home from work. I'm like, I started getting ready. Two He's hours like, I showered ago. at the gym and I used their yeah. like ten in one body wash. It's just so funny, but it's the things we do to like make ourselves feel better and feel comfortable and feel pretty. I have kind of like perfected this on dates because I don't like not feeling like as perfect as I can. Mm-hmm. So on a first date this summer. I it's the summer it's hot we've talked about how sweaty we are I think it was I'm like sweating right now same you have a beanie on yeah I know but I was sweating when I got here yeah I have to wear the sweater or else you'll see my my boobs wet that's why I went for black today because I couldn't wear a tank top and show pit stains again oh um by the way black dress is my go-to first date outfit yeah. because you can't see anything um anyway so I was wearing said dress on this date and it was summer probably like end of July early August and it was hot out not hot enough out that it was uncomfortable to be outside but we had had drinks outside and then decided to go to another bar which was like a 15 minute walk from the first place and like I'm a sweaty bitch so by the time we get to the second bar 
I'm like, I can feel that like my upper lip is wet. Like I have beaded up sweat on my face and like dripping down your back. Right. And I'm like, this date is going well. I like him. I don't want to ruin it by looking not fucking perfect. So (laughs) heaven forbid I show that I'm a human. Literally my thought process. So I, ladies and men and anyone who wants this tip, I keep a literal pocket fan in my purse. It's electric, like the ones that tourists use at Disney World. I keep it in my purse. I was like, excuse me, I have to go to the restroom. And I went to the restroom and stood there and dried my face with this fan and blotted it with toilet paper so that I would not look sweaty when I returned to our bar stools. Yeah. I don't think he knows that, but that happened. I bring a little like hand fan and I just fan myself. Sometimes moving my arm though. Yeah. And then also I have to like do that in front of people. But yeah, Um, it is what it is. I just thought of actually another funny story from that date and then I'll shut up about it. We're sitting at this bar. This is all in the same night. And something that we were talking about prompted me to go on my phone, like on the internet. And he was like, do you think if I went through your search history right now, like you would be embarrassed? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, like, of course not. It's probably like the most recent menu I it's had em- to eat from. It's embarrassing, but not like an incriminating yeah, way. Yeah, not like that. I was like, it's like IMDB over and over and over again. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, go for it. And he goes to pull up my safari. Um, and I had totally forgotten that the night before, um, a certain uh electronic device that I own that many women probably also own in store in their nightstand um had died and so mm. I had promptly ordered a new one that day <laughs> and <laughs> the last thing on my search history on my safari like open was the order confirmation for this and I was just Amazing. like oh <laughs> it was funny because I was so confident on how like clean and pg and not embarrassing my search history was and then i was like "Uh." (laughs) except for that once in a while yeah so (laughs) that's funny yeah um good date yeah i well speaking of non-pg things when i did the dating show we Mm -hmm. played would you rather and the host was like do you want to do pg pg 13 or x and at this point, he's been dating the entire hour and I've been watching. So I'm like, I don't fucking care. Let's send it. Which also was weird because none of the other women really had a chance to make it like spicy at all. Not really. And so they came in hot with you. Yeah. They were like, let's go straight to the inappropriate Thinking jokes. back <laughs> on it, I think I would have like wanted to do one from each section and like right. build up to it. I think would have been better. Yeah. But. Anyway, they started off with, like, the X-rated, like, would you rather get, like, choked or spanked or, like, have your toes licked or whatever the fuck yeah. the ones were. And I'm just, like, I'm not really getting to know him through this game. You <laughs> really? know what, what I mean? makes you say that? <laughs> sometimes would you rather is, like, the one question we had was, would you rather work your dream job or not work at all? Yeah. And I said dream go- dream job because I would love to have a rescue and yeah. rescue animals. And, and I, I loved think that that's answer. so fun. So that's my dream job. And he said not work at all, which, you know, respect. Which also the comment section blew up at this point because we were like, you don't want to work. How are you going to like 
he he doesn't want to pay and it just like spiraled into his whole like I don't pay on dates thing it was so yeah. funny it just sucked because you only have 10 minutes this game's already taken like five or six minutes and then he the said that took he, too long that's my criticism of the show and he said I wish they took like questions from the audience too mm-hmm. um but he started they were like oh like explain your answers and I was like well I want to rescue animals that's my explanation blah blah whatever I just said earlier yeah um and his explanation took, it felt like 20 minutes. Yes. That was like. And so every time we had an, like a question, it was like a 20 minute answer. And I was like, oh my God, okay, I need to like find out more about this guy so I can understand if he's someone I even want to date or not. Right. Because um, that's how I look at dating. I don't know if um, any males out there recognize that, that like women also have like a choice in dating and like suss you out too. That's so crazy of you to assume. I know. It's like, it's not, I know that like you think probably you as a man um, typically like a, a decent majority of the population mm-hmm. think it's okay like it's enough to just like I have a job I have these accomplishments mm-hmm. I like I own a home mm-hmm. I have a car I have a job I whatever I have a personality no <laughs> so they have I go to the gym right I'm fit check the I have a job I have yeah. money check I have mm-hmm. a home whatever <laughs> I don't then. live with my parents whatever the fuck it is and they're like I've met all these requirements. Why so women will want to date me. 100%. It's like, I, I know. It's really tough that you have a job. <laughs> no. But unfortunately, you also have to have a personality. I know. It's hard I to know. balance. I know. It's, it's really for hard them. for men. I feel like that was what the benefit was to watching the first three women date this guy is mm-hmm. that we kind of learned that his personality would not click yeah and yours. that's that was really helpful for me I was I was thinking about the first woman that went I was like she had a really tough job not only going first but mm-hmm. like you only get 10 minutes and like that's it had they given y'all any information I about no him? idea the first Name, time I like, saw him was location. the first time I saw him all you know is that he's a bachelor in the DMV okay that's also and he's tough. interested in women that's also tough because like I mean we're about to get a little niche but DMV I'm like what you live in Gaithersburg? I'm not interested. Like, I don't want to drive 35 your, minutes. They asked for your location gotcha. when they did I the I thought that was process. one thing they should have, like, there are a lot of people in the comments being like, where do these people, like, live? Yeah. Um, I think it was, like, a big they That was question. sort of in the screening process. So I don't know if mm-hmm. they, like, tried to group people together. In the people that I've talked to that have been working on this show, it sounds like maybe they um, put some thought into who mm-hmm. was going. It wasn't just like, oh, these are the first like five people we have. Yeah. It's like they kind of were selecting different people. Um, Can you? But. Sorry. I was going to say I'm the, just the last so question eager. I asked. Oh, him. that's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> okay. I'm getting so easy. The last, so eager for you to talk about it. I asked him a generic question and then I was like, I, I know I have time for basically one more question. And again, he's giving such long answers that I'm like, I need to make sure that I have enough information. So I know there's a TikTok trend about this. There is, yeah. But the question is, do you think you could land a plane if you have to? And to be honest with everybody, I have never seen any of the TikTok videos about it. I mm-hmm. just know. And for me, I don't personally care if you say yes or no. I care about how you answer the question, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what TikTok. It's mostly like women going up to their like hetero significant others being like, do you think you could land a plane? And if they say yes, they're just like every man thinks that he can. Okay. Like every man thinks they should have a podcast. <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah. So 
It's like another. Yeah, it's like a little like Roman toxic, Empire. yeah, yeah. Ma- masculinity type yeah. like weird thing. Anyway, my thought was like, I don't really care if he says yes because, like, honestly, I would probably say yes too. But like, if I also give myself you're a just 50, a toxic 50 man. chance. Well, and I've always said that, and I'm a dumb bitch. Yeah. Um, my hat says "dumb bitch" for those not watching. Um, I digress. He says, "I said, do you think you can land a plane?" He says, "Do I have help?" I said. You have air traffic control or whatever on the headphones mm-hmm. talking you, walking you through it. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason that I think I could potentially land a plane. Yeah. Is because someone's walking me through it. I there's a know. lot of other factors that go into me landing a plane successfully. I don't know whether or not that. I'm also fascinated is... by planes too and have. It's fucking crazy. Looked into some things about planes. So I'm not. I don't blind know out if here. air traffic control has been a caveat to the question in the past. Mm hmm. But it's an interesting addition to this So that's where, I mean, we're not like fully hatchet over here landing a plane in a lake. (laughs) Um, A gay lake. Um, (laughs) Sorry, that's from Trixie and Katia. Anyway, he says, his answer is yes. And he says, I'm, I actually don't know if he started out with yes, but he is affirming that he could. And he says he's a really athletic person. He's very competitive. He's very confident. I mean, you have to have big he biceps said, to land a plane. That's he what said I've that heard. Um, he, something about like God's plan. Like he has more to live in life, She's and especially so if there's other people. If there's other people on the plane, he's definitely going to land it because like it's about caring for other people, saving the world, and like he grew up like having to care like in the importance of caring for other people and like all this stuff. And I can see where part of his thought process was, let me make sure in here that I reassure people that I'm confident, athletic, and mm-hmm. a caring person. Mm-hmm. Fine. Again, you have 10 minutes. He's trying to fit it all in there. And aren't most men just trying to fit it all in there? Indeed. But he was. He needed to lubricate the situation. One of my... <laughs> One of my biggest qualms with I'll him. Tell you, I'll tell you where my thoughts switch to no after you say your biggest qualm. Is that he never stopped talking. Okay. He didn't let y'all talk. Every woman was just like waiting there, like smiling on screen behind her ring light, waiting for him to stop his explanation. And I, I get that it is a balance. Like he only had a certain amount of time to show his personality too. Mm-hmm. But when you only have 10 minutes, your 90-second explanation of why you prefer choking over spanking is not necessary. Yeah, I agree because as someone who's been in a sales role in in a sales organization. Time is precious. That and when you have a sales call, you want your customer talking about 70% and you're talking 30. Because that means you're asking questions, you're getting to know them. They're giving you long answers. Does this mean if I like someone, I should shut the fuck up? If you want to know more about them, yeah. God, it's so hard. I want to be one of those like mysterious girls that no one knows anything about. But I can't stop talking and now I have a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's because men don't let let you talk. They want to know more about you, but they don't because they won't shut up and ask questions. And then you, you ask your question, you get out of the way. And that's yeah. when people tell yeah. you more about themselves. Also, people hate awkward silences. I am so comfy in a silence. I just like sit there. And if you wait long enough, someone's going to fill the void. And if we accidentally wait long enough, we have a blinking contest. <laughs> <laughs> and we have no listeners. They're like, what happened? My machine turned off. Anyway, that's just a thought that I have in general mm-hmm. in conversations that I always kind of track. What? Was the no for me because I was very, I was like, this guy, you know, it's a weird situation. People have nerves. No one's done this before. 
Like he could yeah. just be talking a lot because he's nervous. Yeah. We've all done it when we had to give presentations in class. Or been on dates. Literally. I've gotten home from dates before and talked to Audrey and been like, oh, he's going to hate me. I wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I just apologize to your table for hitting it. I hope you it know. thanks you. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I'm a big benefit of the doubt person to a fault. Definitely. That's something <laughs> for therapy. <laughs> so I'm like, depending on how he answers my airplane question is going to determine if I say yes or no, because I was told in the rules of the game, you can say no at any point. You can stop the date whenever you want to. Mm -hmm. So if you're not vibing, whatever. And I was like, honestly, I was like, I don't know if I want to wait to hear it. Mm -hmm. Like the end of like who he chooses. I don't know if I'm really into this. Yeah. So I said, depending on how he answers, I'll play the game. Yeah. Um. When he started saying that it, he was, com when he said he was competitive. Yeah. Because to me, landing an airplane is not a competition no. unless you're a professional pilot and you're doing airplane races. <laughs> are you competing are with really God? Thing. Well, and I always do. <laughs> and every day I win because I'm still here. Um, yeah. No, I was like, that is insane. And again, maybe he was nervous and that's the first thing because he's trying to tell enough about himself mm -hmm. in this three minutes we have. So that, but that was for me where I was like, that's just not going to work out for me. Dude. And you. And then our time ended and I said, it was so nice to meet you because it was fun, like getting to know him and everything. Yeah. I think that's a really like fun a part cool of experience. dating. Yeah. yeah. And it was a really cool experience. And the other women were so fantastic. I'm like, honestly, they're going to have more fun with you on a date than I would. Mm -hmm. So I was like, great getting to know you. Best of luck. But I don't think we're really a match. Hannah said this on Instagram live, by yeah. the way. And then the host, I think the host was like, uh. which was. It was so badass. Also, like, we had been texting the whole time, like, in our little girls group chat. My phone was muted, so I didn't see any of their texts. All I saw was any comment that they put in the chat. If yeah. I could read it in time, I'm a slow reader. We were watching on my iPad so that we, me and Audrey both had our phones going. Rachel was also watching on her iPad so that she could have her phone going. It was like, everyone was all in, and we were sending funny comments and, like, being like, go Hannah, whatever. And then to watch you just be like, this was really fun. I'm just not really into it was so validating because I think after watching him date these other three women, we were like, I don't think this is someone who Hannah is necessarily going to vibe with. There are a few other like flags that are going off that make me hesitant to yeah. suggest him for you. And you, it was just like, it's, he seemed like someone who could need a little like knocking down a few pegs. And I think it was... <laughs> Pretty, um, I mean, the audience fucking loved it. Everyone was like, Hannah's a badass. They enjoyed it. That's, that's for sure. Um, I will say, like, you know, no shade to him. He just was like, it, his level of confidence and my level of confidence were not going to vibe. No, yeah, I agree. I think we would have been hitting a lot of walls. I just, and him talking to the other girls, I was like, he clearly is like, like vibing with them more mm -hmm. than our conversation. Not that no, I was I thought like, he was going to pick the first girl. myself the whole time, but I was just like, in the back of my head, I was like, they would have more fun on this date than me. And I know it's a competition or whatever because you get to win a date, but it's not really because it's supposed to be about dating. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need to Can you, um, do this. Can you drink your wine, by the way? I'm like lapping. Oh, you. sorry. I was going to say, um, in terms of knocking people down, my <laughs> mom texted me. <laughs> What a transition. I know. Um, anyway, she said we watched your dating game thingy, she called it. 
Um, and she said that I crushed his ego when I <laughs> said no thanks to him. He, I think you did a little because then it – so also I'm sure most people listening didn't know that this was happening besides like our direct friend group. But once Hannah said that and um, at the end the host was like, well, it sounds like you can promote your book or something. And she was like, actually, I have a podcast. And then the live cut out. You didn't even get to say the name of the of Funny Hot Very Cool. I actually didn't. Um, what happened was she was like, oh, my God. Because one of my questions was about the title of your autobiography, which we talked about. Right, and right, I was right. like, that's a good dating question to, like, just break some more ice without mm-hmm. getting too serious um, and get to know someone's actual personality, which, again, for a man is like, hmm. is um, it really there or not? For most. Not all men. Not all men. Yeah. Um, benefit of the doubt. Anyway, the... <laughs> The live, I said, I, she said something about like, I'd get, I'd read your book or whatever. And I was like, well, I have a podcast, so it's like a book on tape. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, thanks so much. Like, bye. Mm -hmm. And I left. Mm -hmm. And then she asked him one question. She said she was funny. And he said, well, and then it cut. Yeah. And that's when the live ended. That's when the live ended. And then they came back. And he... And I was panicking because I was like, did I fuck something up? I know. It Apparently was Apparently it was a time limit. You can only do an hour or something on Instagram. Yeah. And then they came back and she was like, well, Hannah was a hoot. Like, blah, blah, blah. She was so amazing. And he goes, she was all right. And I almost threw my phone at the wall. I was like, <laughs> this man's fragile ego just was shattered. He said, well, she was all right. And I was like... I commented, I was like, everyone go tell Hannah right now. She's more than all right. I got defensive. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't mean to, like, hurt his feelings. I'm like, you have three other women here who want to date you, so I didn't yeah. think it would be that big of a blow. I also didn't feel like he would have picked me anyway. Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys that I've turned down nicely have taken it pretty well, actually, which is kind of crazy. Lately, it has been like that, but there have been those few nuggets in the past where you're just like, dude, There's always on. a few when, like, they come up to you in public and they're like, can I get your number? And I'm like, I don't give my number to strangers is my most common response. And then if they keep pushing, I'll say I have a boyfriend and I'm like, oh, do you really? I don't believe you for a sec, like all this stuff. And no, I'm like, but you won't take what? fucking no for an answer. I'll tell you one of the most ridiculous things a man's mm-hmm. ever said to me um, on a first date at Barcelona wine bar when it was freezing outside and we were sitting outside. I remember very clearly he clearly. Um, was sitting across this table from me and said, you curse a lot. And I said, oh, do I? Do I? I think I I do kind of on accident you said, sometimes. You said, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I do think sometimes I can get into like a rant. Well, and she's, she's dripping. Ooh. Um, We can leave it on the table then okay. and not on my white shelf. Well, she already did. We're That's okay. Okay. It'll later. be like a little ode. Okay. Um, But yeah, he told me that I cursed too much. Um, hmm. And... We saw each other two more times after that. I, I was, like, doing the benefit of the doubt thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Ended up getting the ick a little bit on our <laughs> third date and basically ran home. I was like, I can't do it. Um, And then he, he reached out to me, like, a year later. And I was like, sure. Why not? We went on another date. And I brought it up. And I was like, do you know that on our first date you told me that I cursed too much? And he was like, there's no way I said that. And I was like, no, you did. I remember. <laughs> Maybe he was embarrassed. She brought it back up. Maybe, but that's. 
I would also I mean, say clearly it didn't work out. So the other crazy thing a guy said to you is that you're too punk rock to take home to mom and dad. Oh yeah, yeah. That one is my number one. That, that was in that's college. That's a funny one. That was in college. I was like kind of canoodling with like a friend of a friend, um, and I had taken him to a date function, um, and stayed over. And I at said at said date function, I had worn. Um, like combat boots with studs on them and I remember like chit-chatting and he was like yeah you're a you're kind of punk rock and I was like oh and he was like yeah maybe like too punk rock to take home to mom and dad and I was just like I can wear my covers with, with my, my dress, dress. Oh, baby. That's, <laughs> That's just, just me. me. Yeah, I was like, I'm in a sorority, but okay. It's like, I'm at UNC yeah. in a sorority. Yeah. I was like, That's... go take your salmon-colored vineyard vines shirt and golf shoes Get somewhere your else. tiny patterned pants out of here. Yeah, baby blue pants with whales on them. Get your boating shoes <laughs> out of my dude boating shoes remember oh my god um i was working like i was like year one or two of living in dc i like my manager and i really good friends hey bev we went to the gym together after work because we were like it was super stressful but like let's go to the gym we got and pizza on the way home and i went to her house and we watched bachelor in paradise there was like a new episode out so it was like I'm going, we were had to work until six and then I worked late and then we went to the gym and yeah. then we went home with pizza and I'm at my friend's house. It was So late. it's like eight to 9 PM. Anyway, this guy, we had been on like two dates. Um, I was texting him and I was like, it's going to be a busy week. Cause I knew my clients were like, had like a lot of deadlines mm-hmm. going on. And so I'm texting him here and there during the day. And then I like text him before I leave the office or something. And then I go do this and it's like three, four hours later and I sent him a text while I'm at Bev's being like, oh, like just got pizza with my friend or whatever. Yeah. And then I think like I sent maybe fired off one other text like 10 minutes later or something. And then I I, like it was almost immediate that he was responding to me and he just goes, anyone ever told you you're hard to get a hold of? And I was like, I literally prompted this week being like, it's going to be crazy at work this week. Yeah. I have not gone home yet. We love communicating ahead of time. And that's when I was like, that is such a huge ick. That happened to me one other time, too. So I guess I have been told. Someone couldn't get get a hold hold of of you? Yeah. Something um, about me, you can get a hold of me. I am always on my phone. I'm the other person. Also, heaven forbid, I didn't. It was he texted me. I think it was maybe ten minutes, and he texted me again and said, "You're hard crazy. to get a hold of." I'm like a like, twenty-four that's hour. That's the thing is he had double texted me saying I'm hard to get a hold of. If you're not responding to me within like six hours, like your work day has gone by already, that's when I'm like needy, and I'm like, I'm, "Can you?" I also just... I told you I'm with a friend and I'm doing stuff too. Yeah, and I don't text you back in ten minutes, so you double text me saying. Anyway, this happened in college. This guy, we had been on a date. I think he, like, slept over once, but we actually didn't hook up, which was weird. I think he just stayed over or something. So weird. I know. That's so fucking weird. That was so weird. Hannah, that's so weird. <laughs> Shut up. Shh. <laughs> um, uh, I was making pasta. We were texting. So weird. I'm sorry. Am I- <laughs> Look. Listen. Uh, 
Um, I was making like pasta or something and I was like, you know, cooking. So I wasn't looking at my phone for probably 20 minutes. Yeah. Because I was chopping and whatever. And he had texted me and I didn't text back. And 20 minutes later, he was like, look, if you're not into me, just say so. Where do you find these men? All I want is someone to respond to me quickly and I can't find one. Um, okay, well, we went over the weirdest thing someone has ever said to you. Now I want to know the weirdest thing, you know, besides a lifetime of anxiety issues and depression and self-esteem problems. What is the weirdest thing a man has given you? Okay, you go first. It's, I got to think. Okay, it's not an S. I got to um, something about me, again, I have lived a life full of sinus infections and like sinus problems mm-hmm. and the, everything that relates to your sinuses, including your ears and your eyes and basically everything in your brain um, in your skull, I should say. Um, I hooked up with this guy who I found out a few days later had a sinus infection and was really sick and I consequently got very sick and um, A lot of people don't know this, but your sinuses feed out into your tear ducts. So often when you get a sinus infection, you can end up with pink eye. No, it is not always because you shat on your pillow and somehow smeared it into your eyeball, which is the bullying I I received as a child. I do that every day. Come on. I know. I literally always was made fun of in (laughs) trauma in middle school because I got pink eye so much and everyone was like, you are putting poop in your eyeballs. And I was like, no, children are dirty. I'm gross and I get sinus infections every other month and now it's in my eyes. Anyway, so I got an eye infection from this guy and because I've dealt with it so often, I was like, this is easy for me. It goes away in two days. It's fine. Um, didn't go away. It lingered and lingered and lingered and it was getting really irritated on and off. And I went into a doctor and they were like, we're not really sure what this is. Cause it like, doesn't look like bacterial pink eye, which is like the common kind. So I went to an ophthalmologist whom I had never been to before. Different. Um, apparently this sinus infection slash eye infection had mutated into a virus that had latched onto my cornea, um, in both eyes. And I had to take medicine, not wear contacts for eight months. Eight months out of my life, I could not wear contacts. I was like running outside in glasses. I was on medication and it oh, did not I go away. I said weeks, but you're right. It was no. a really long period. It was of time like February to fall. Yeah. I had to go. I also had to go to the ophthalmologist every two weeks to get it checked up. And every time I went, it was $120. So I should bill that man for the time. Um, He also... Careful, he on. might like it. Careful, he might like Careful, it. Careful, he might like it. He also... I have to tell this story right now because <laughs> I'm a little buzzed and it's so fucking funny. So... <laughs> this is a long episode. This is going to be drinking. such a long episode. I'm so sorry. So the morning after we um had some fun um that's actually a lot to call it um we (laughs) then it was valentine's day it was your valentine's day party so it's february to paint the scene for everyone um i wake up in the morning and i'm like disgusting i'm like i didn't wash my face i need to shower we had been to little miss whiskey's which is a really crowded sweaty bar I'm going to shower at my apartment at the time. Kind of weird. I had like a walk through closet. And at the end of my walk through closet was my shower. It was a weird setup. Hard to explain. But I get up. Yes. 
You look inquisitive. The sinus infection was from the first or second time. First. Don't throw me under the bus and tell everyone that I hooked up with him again. So I get up and go to the shower. And like I understand in some instances after you have had a sleepover with someone, you might want to shower together. I think I made it pretty clear that that's not what this mission was. I like didn't wake him up. I I like wasn't like come here. Like yeah, you know, it was like I'm gonna oh, shower. Do you want to join? No, I just got up. I showered. Five minutes later, I hear and he opens the shower door, and I was like, I'm gonna kill myself. This thing is not what I want. So I'm like showering again. I was on a mission. I like needed to be clean and like in clean clothes and just bleh. He takes my Pureology shampoo. And for the women listening at home, I know you know that that shit is $28. And the the little bottle too, right? Yeah. Yeah. For the little bottle, he takes a handful of Pureology shampoo and puts it under his armpits. Pour one out for the shampoo. Literally. I was so upset. I was like, oh my God. I can't anyway. Well, look, he's just trying to really grow his armpit hair and have really healthy hair follicles. I guess. Yeah. And then I got an eight-month eye infection, um, which still affects me to this day, by the way. I have really severe floaters that I actually was thinking about this morning have gotten so bad that I could probably get the surgery covered by insurance. Fair. Because it's impairing my vision. One thing they don't really tell you in school or anywhere um, unless you read AARP, apparently. But my or, mom told me. Or listen to our podcast. Yeah. Now you're hearing it here if you don't know already. My mom shared with me that she learned that apparently as you age, your floaters can get really bad. Mm-hmm. But if you use like eye drops and stuff, like even just like at night before bed, like regularly to lubricate your eyeballs, you can help prevent it. Interesting. I should do that. I think it's I'm like a little far gone now. but like, Well, it's because you're dying tomorrow. Yeah. But, um, one can only hope. <laughs> Knock on the fucking wood here. Um, That's interesting because it's like, it's like learning about Kegels. Yeah, but no one um, tells you. You just find out from somebody's floaters done it. aren't. Um, uh, they're tangible. They mm-hmm. are uh, buildup of protein in your eye. Yeah. So, so the ones I guess when you get in your older is because of like more like dehydration y type stuff, which is why mm. lubricating like regular eye drops, not Lumify. Yeah. Be careful with Lumify, children. Um, but yeah, like a regular like CVS or whatever generic. Well, oh, maybe not CVS. That. I should incorporate that just... into my nighttime self-care routine yeah. because my... Floaters... Get yourself a Bosch and Loam lubricating eye drop. Put I it in before bed. Right now, I'm literally washing good them eye now health. that we're talking about it. I'm yeah. focused on my floaters. Um, yeah, I uh, that's, I think, the weirdest thing a guy has given me long term is an eight-month eye infection. Did you think of one? <sighs> I was thinking, and it's like some of these, I I guess men don't really give me anything except a poor sense of self. Um, oh, I mean. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like sitting here like, hmm. Um, My drunken embarrassment complex e- came from a man. Yeah. It did. The, yeah. This guy I dated in high school, I was around the time that like as a high school, as like a 16, 17 year old, you start drinking and you're like, oh, fun. We can go to parties and get in trouble. And it was when I was seeing him and he didn't drink. And there, I remember so many instances of like being a little bit drunk around him and him just being like, I can't believe you spilled your beer on me. And like being so rude and like so condescending. And every time I did something like remotely imperfect when I had been drinking, he wouldn't let it go. And like I remember one time I went to visit my best friend from home, Amanda, at um, FSU. 
and he was there and I went to like kiss him and he's like I'm not kissing you when you taste like alcohol and I just like walked away from that like formative time in my life where I'm like growing I'm dating for the first time I'm drinking for the first time and now I have this association in my head where like if I do anything remotely embarrassing still I'm literally still working on getting over that complex if I do anything remotely embarrassing when I have been drinking I will not let it go for months like I self-deprecate and I think about it like on a second date recently the same guy with the vibrator search history and sweaty mm -hmm, face mm -hmm. we're walking to another bar yet again and I literally ate shit like I just my ankle gave out I just your ankles I mean my ankles go through some tough times but I tripped and he was like oh my god are you okay and I was like yeah I'm fine and I was like can we just never talk about this again because like if we do I am going to think that you think I'm ridiculous and that you hate me and like all this stuff and I was like I can't get it out of my head yeah yeah and it's because of that literal high school relationship and how I was treated that like and this guy was wonderful about it and never brought it up again and if I did he'd be like I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) and it's lovely but I'm like I literally think if I like trip getting out of an uber that it's like going on my permanent record and yeah, everyone it's is like gonna I already laugh. have so much self-consciousness and shame and guilt and anxiety just yeah. being a pubescent woman into like un- like becoming an mm-hmm. adult you know mm-hmm. you're 16 like you know yeah like your hormones are raging my guy but like you're fucking sick hormones <laughs> dude yeah these hormones are like anyway you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, I already you have that I mean? going on. And then you're giving me a confirmation yeah. on all of these thoughts. I don't think I've ever talked about the fact that he texted me an apology my sophomore year of college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You did. Fucking loser. He texted me an apology my sophomore year of college. I was like, I was really selfish in our relationship. And I was like, I have nothing to say to you. You think? I responded that. I was like, I have nothing to say. Like, I'm not holding bad blood. Like, I mean, it's not really bad blood. Like, I I don't think he did it maliciously. I think it was just, like... Yeah, he just... That was his opinion. Yeah. That's my opinion! That's my opinion! (laughs) Uh, Um, I think the weirdest thing a guy has given me... Well, nothing else really weird, but I have scars. You've gotten some... Not from what you might think, Mm. but this is... Scars on your heart. I'm assuming this is from a man. Um, Uh... So freshman year of college, I went to this frat party and Penn State, you have pretty sizable frat parties. It's not like a basement thing all the time. It's big room, whatever. I'm dancing. All of a sudden, I get hit in the face and then everything's just wet. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like a water balloon? Someone threw a basically full beer can and it hit me like perfectly oh my on God. my You're bridge of my nose and top of my lip scar. and I was bleeding out of my lip like I had Ugh. beer in my eyes that sounds scary I luckily had brought like did you ever use like an old sweatshirt or jacket and call it a fracket yeah for the frats yeah so I had like an old sweatshirt fracket mm-hmm. and so I was using it to like wipe my eyes get like hold it on my lip I was like I knew people at the frat thank goodness like my best friend at the time was in the frat I was like I need like where are the paper towels like I need something so I was yeah, able to like, like go into ice. like the kitchen and exactly <laughs> yeah get like the ice get like paper towels to like clean it up Ugh, out of like some the industrial idiot, ice machine I'm li- exactly I'm Love like those. some <laughs> idiot like 
Honestly, I hope to God it was open because if it wasn't, that's even scarier, but had launched in a, and it was, I wasn't in a sorority at that time. So mm-hmm. this was open to all the jeeds, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it was like some fucking idiot in a full ass crowd of people through a basically like one swig out of like Dude, natty light fuck that we can go back to episode face. one talking about throwing shit at artists on stage don't literally do it. i don't throw things put it down i can put it down put drop it, down. it i'm looking at you drop put it. it down drop it yeah not good funny boy good boy who's your good boy <laughs> not funny not you <laughs> um but yeah if i got close to like a nice lit area i can see i still have like a little line on wow. my nose and on my lip i have a little scar too wow you should sue him i know anyway that's the craziest thing a man's ever given me i'm glad we got to vent about men today i know i really, really needed did. it after this week we really did and it's funny because we we like briefly outline what we want to talk about every week and we more times than not are like looking for stories and this week we had to cut things and bump them to what the next episode is going to be so yeah no stay tuned between the dating show and my actual dating life we needed this i know it's funny because the last episode was hannah's worst date and now i feel like this episode is like hannah's dating show and i'm like i need to do something interesting to pull my weight can you date more toxic uh preferably not i've done my time yeah if you i hope you find someone soon because i'm tired of both of us having to live through this together yeah one's enough give washingtonian probs a follow yes um they're awesome watch their dating shows every wednesday on their instagram live um and if you don't follow us we are funny hot very cool on social medias and if you're a new listener from watching hannah on the dating show welcome we're happy to have you thanks for tuning in um and the last thing here is just a reminder that you can watch us on youtube and also spotify now allows us to show video as well so you can see you can do audio or visual on spotify if you're interested um and if you just hate looking at us that's fine you don't have to look at us but understandable i will cry about it so mm. okay. anyway thanks for tuning into Bye, our everyone. wine episode we appreciate yeah. it Love let's do guys. more wine episodes <gasps> all right bye stupid idiot bye bye, bye.